I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. Y'all, I am so excited about this episode. It's one that I thought maybe was going to be years in the making, but an opportunity came to me to attend something that has been on my bucket list. It's an event like none other, and there are so many community lessons from this event that I absolutely cannot wait to share with you. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So there's a business that has been close to my heart for a while that I have wanted to share with you all, but I wanted to experience it for myself first before I shared it with you. But that's been pretty challenging because guess what? Getting into this event is really hard. It is sold out all the time. Now, I've been a fan of this business for a long time, not just because the incredible community and culture that they've created, but because, well, it's baseball. And honestly, my family and I are baseball fans. I grew up an Atlanta Braves fan. My husband grew up a Minnesota Twins fan. Our kids play baseball all the time. We're always playing wiffle ball in the backyard. We love going to games and we have MLB baseballs floating all around our house. So yes, we are a baseball family. So you can imagine that I would absolutely love the Savannah Bananas. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, Shanna Banana, why are you talking about bananas right now? Savannah Bananas is not just this like college summer baseball team. It is an incredible example of how to create a thriving community and culture for your business. Jesse Cole took over as the owner of Savannah Bananas and went from sleeping in an air mattress in the office to having sold out games everywhere they go. Well, how did he do that? We're going to talk a little bit about that in today's episode. But first, I want you to know that Jesse lays out a lot of this inside of his two books. Now, I'm just going to share with you my insights, but I want to recommend to you that you read at least one of his books, the second one, Fans First. It's one of my absolute favorite business books of all time. So definitely get that book, Fans First, and read it if this episode piques your interest at all. Okay, if you don't know what the Savannah Bananas are, they are like the entertainers of baseball. Imagine a whole bunch of baseball players in yellow uniforms, people on stilts, fireworks, a guy, Jesse, running around in a yellow tux with a yellow hat, and people holding babies up with banana costumes on, and kids running around on the field, people taking your tickets who are dressed in banana costumes, a band playing at the game, banana cheerleaders, right? There's so much going on at this game. It is so much more than a game. In fact, 
They call it a show. They want you to enjoy the show. So I've wanted to experience this for a while. In fact, we've tried to get tickets to go down to Savannah and make that happen for years. We haven't been able to make it work with our schedule. They came to Birmingham a little while ago. We wanted to get tickets to that, but we were literally flying to go out of town the very next day, so we couldn't do it. And then they were coming to Nashville, and I got so excited. I've been on their wait list forever, so just sort of stayed in tune with where they're going to be and what they're doing, and they were coming to Nashville. Well, tickets sold out so fast, so we were not not able to get tickets to the game. I was so disappointed. Well, then I got invited to speak at an event in Nashville called The Thing. The Thing Nashville. And incredibly, they had two suites to the Savannah Bananas game. So as a speaker, not only did I get to go, but Casey, my wonderful hubby, got to go with me, which he would have been so bummed if I would have went without him. So that was really awesome. So I finally got to experience a Savannah Bananas game, and it was everything I had ever thought it would be and so much more. So I want to share with you some lessons from the game itself and just kind of paint a picture with you of how they um, embody and exemplify the four principles of a thriving community that I talk about all the time. Now, if you're not familiar with those, you can go back to episode one, two, three, and four of this podcast. That is how foundational they are, but I do talk about them a lot. And the first one is cause. The cause and the purpose of Savannah Bananas is so simple. It's right on the front page of their website. Make baseball fun. Make baseball fun. And they are all sorts of fun in every way that they interact. And this isn't just in the game. You know, I have studied what they do behind the scenes, how they hire employees, what they do when it comes to customer support, and they embody this aspect of fun in so many ways. So make baseball fun, that core driving principle that determines everything that they do. And honestly, that's the thing that people latch onto because as baseball lovers, if you are a baseball lover, you know that baseball can be, well, kind of boring at times. In fact, it has a reputation for being boring. And if you're not a very good team or if there's other really amazing teams or other entertainment options around you, then that's probably not your first choice to go sit at a three, maybe even four hour baseball game, right? So how can we make baseball fun? That's the driving principle. And then we look at their culture. Now you're probably going, Shanna, I get it, but like, I'm not going to paint the town yellow and put people in banana suits and wear a yellow tux or a pink tux or whatever it is. That is not me. I'm not goofy. I'm not fun and outgoing like that. So I can't create a culture. I can't have all these symbols and rituals like dancing in the middle of a field. I can't like have these cheerleaders or sing the song Yellow from Coldplay to go with my brand. Those things do not make sense for who I am and what my brand is. So I want you to pay attention to the fact that all of that is actually driven by a few core principles that are also right on the front page of their website. This is how much they embody this. Culture, fans first entertain always. Fans first is a culture that is at the core of everything that they do. They're always thinking about the community, the community that they have created, and how do they create an an absolutely incredible customer experience from the moment that they interact with the brand, to the purchase, to the post-purchase process, to showing up at the stadium, to being at the stadium, to leaving the stadium. 
and now even on their tours. So they've been selling out Savannah so much and they've now created their own little league, not little league, like little league baseball, but they've created their own small league because playing against other teams wasn't working because they don't really play by the rules. They kind of goof off a little bit, right? And that was frustrating for other teams. So now they have the party animals, which is this other team, which is hot pink and lime green that they play against and they go and tour around. Okay, so fans first, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how they embody that, not just in their customer support, but I want to talk about how it played out in the game in particular, okay, because this is what a lot of people don't get to see. And then the second principle is that entertain always. And if we're thinking about a culture of entertaining always, that's really going to define everything that we do. And so the beautiful thing is they're so clear and so simple on this that they just get to filter every decision through these really basic principles. Is it fun? Is it putting the fans first? And is it entertaining? Right? If it's not those things, then it's not for the Savannah Bananas. Sure, it might help some other business be successful, but because they have these principles, they're able to filter everything through them. Okay. So there are three lessons that really stood out to me from the game experience. Now, if you want to know more about Savannah Bananas and all the things that they do, please just get the book fans first. It's absolutely incredible. But I want to speak specifically to the game experience. So I wish that I could take you with me. If you go to my Instagram at Shanna Speaks and you look at my reels, you'll see I put together a reel to just kind of show people what the experience was of arriving at the game and leaving the game. I even got to meet Jesse Cole and thank him for his work, not just in what he's created, but actually being a very generous business owner and sharing the principles and how he created what he did, which was such a gift to me. That's just a little lesson, a little extra lesson for you. If somebody has impacted you, make time to show your appreciation and to give thanks. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled conversation. Three principles that have really stood out to me that I want you to learn and apply to your business. I'm going to be applying to my business that I experienced at the game. The first one is that community contribution is required for long-term success. We talk a lot about creating community on this podcast, and I have all of my principles But the biggest thing that I am seeing right now in the community space and the people who are thriving the most are those who really lean into community contribution. So more than just connection, contribution, yes, it helps create connection, but it helps create loyalty in a really unique way because ultimately people want to feel like they have power and influence. I've said it before on this podcast, but power and influence is ultimately what people want. And that influence piece is really powerful. And that is the feeling of contributing in a way that influences the outcome. Now, they have had fans involved for a while. So I think at the game, I couldn't even count the number of ways that fans were involved. Of course, they were in the stadium singing with fans and all of that. But they had, I think, three or four-year-old little boy go out there and um, do like the first hit of the game. They, at one point, I had think it was like maybe a five, six, seven-year-old kid out there umpiring the game. One of my son's friends actually participated in a race where he was doing like a on-the-shoulders race with his dad during the game. But they've added even more specific elements that allow the fans to contribute. One of those in particular is this new challenge rule. So they didn't before have challenges, but now the coach from each team gets one challenge per game. Unless they win the challenge, then they get it back. But they also select a fan 
to do the fan challenge. And they have a confetti popper that they can pop at any point in the game. And then that fan has now challenged. Now that actually can influence the result of the game. How cool is that? And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to contribution. And I haven't mentioned her before on this podcast. I want to do a whole podcast breakdown of her, but Lagalati's Casey Ho. I think it's Casey, not Cassie. I think it's Casey Ho. She has built an entire business on asking her community what they want and allowing them to contribute and influence the products that she creates. And this to me is the future. This is where community creates long-term success for your business. Because here's the reality. People change. Communities change. Needs change for communities. So if you are not hearing from your people, if you're not involving them in the process of creating the product or creating the experience, then you are ultimately going to be irrelevant. You are going to make yourself irrelevant because communities change. Their needs change, their desires change. And when they are allowed to contribute, when they're allowed to provide feedback and influence the product or influence the experience, that creates a really deep kind of connection and loyalty to the brand because they now feel a sense of ownership of over it. I could do a whole episode on this. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I want to keep this somewhat short, but keep that in mind. Community contribution is required for the long-term success of your business. Okay, the second principle from the show, as they would call it, not a game, they literally call it, welcome to the show, we hope you enjoy the show, they know what they're creating, right? The second principle from the show is a great customer experience is all the marketing you ever need. A great customer experience is all the marketing you ever need. This is even more true today because our ability to disseminate or spread ideas from person to person has never been easier. So Savannah Bananas, they first became a little local sensation and they were selling out locally, right? And then the business community started to hear about them with the podcasts and the books and things. And so a lot of people in the business community knew what they were doing or people who were really loyal into the baseball community may have heard, but then TikTok came. And much to my surprise, when I text my husband, I told him we got him a ticket to the game and I went to pick him up and my 23-year-old daughter was there and she was so mad. I'm like, why is she mad? I mean, yes, she's got to take the littles home for us. Like, what is she upset about? She's like, you're going to a Savannah Bananas game without me? Like, I'm sorry, what? You know who the Savannah Bananas are? What am I missing here? She's like, they are TikTok sensations. They are TikTok famous. Like, there's one player in particular that is this, like, stud muffin guy, if you will, who makes all these TikTok videos, right? Then you have Jesse who's running around in his yellow tux. Like, of course they're TikTok famous. Why didn't I even think about that? So they have blown up on social media, which has helped spread the word. Now, if they didn't have a great customer experience, if people didn't leave that stadium feeling better than when they entered, would people be spreading the word about what they were doing? Well, maybe, but not in a positive light, they sure wouldn't. But people have such an amazing experience there that they naturally tell everybody about it. And they're not buying billboards, as far as I know. They're not running ads or anything like that. They are relying on their customer experience to be their marketing. And we can do the same. In fact, I am working on creating a new product in my business right now, a new program, And I kind of caught myself going, oh, I'm already thinking about like what the pricing is and like, how do I market? How do I sell it? But it always, 
always starts with the customer experience. And if I can design a really amazing customer experience, I will never have to market this program again. So I want to encourage you, those of you who spend 90% of your team's time and energy and your time and energy on marketing to shift at least 40 more percent, make it 50-50 on the customer experience because really, really great customer experience is all the marketing you need. Okay, the third principle that I learned by attending the Savannah Bananas show is that different results require different actions. I walked in there and I'm just thinking, at some point, they probably felt like we're, we look like idiots doing this. At many times in their journey, they have been made fun of. There have been people that have said, you're probably a disgrace to the game. This isn't how baseball is meant to be played. And they kept pushing the envelope of different. They knew that baseball was a dying sport in America. They knew that. And so they looked around and they said, if we do what everybody else is doing, we're going to get the results that everybody else is getting, which is why our stadium is empty right now, which is why baseball stadiums are empty all over the U.S. How can we do different actions to create a different result? And you saw those different actions throughout the entire game. You saw how they were greeting differently. They were greeting and talking about a show and not a game. They were in banana costumes that represented the brand. In their stadium in Savannah, they didn't do it here, but in their stadium in Savannah, a ticket actually includes food and drink. That's a different experience. It makes it a much more pleasurable experience. People probably thought they were crazy. They don't have ads on the back of their stadium because it's fan first. It's all about them. It's not about profit. It's not about the business. That's different. And it's getting them different results. They play music. They play a faster game. In fact, now they actually have their own rules and they actually call something, they call it a banana ball and they play banana ball, if you will, instead of baseball because they have their own rules about like bunting and going back to contribution. If a fan catches a foul ball, that counts as an out. And that happened at the game that I was at. It was so cool. A fan caught a foul ball got an out and was brought into the Savannah Bananas dugout. How fun is that? Different results require you to take different actions. And this is something that I am really sinking in and taking to heart because I've read books like Seth Godin's Purple Cow, and I've heard him talk about how you need to do something remarkable. And remarkable means worth talking about. And this is what they did. Same game as everyone else, empty stadium, different kind of game, different experience, something remarkable, something we're talking about. We are sold out in not just our stadium, but every stadium that we go to, we are now sold out. There's a wait list, hundreds of thousands of people long. And I can't even imagine what they make off of their very reasonably priced merchandise. Okay. But they did something different to get a different result. And how many of us in online business are always looking around at what everybody else is doing and trying to duplicate what they've done? We're trying to stand out. We aren't trying to do something different. We aren't willing to risk. We aren't willing to test. And he literally risks in every single show, every single game he's risking. So there's a principle around trying like, I think 17 or 19 different things all the time. You've always got to be innovating. So try more and more things. I think this comes from like Disney Imagineering, right? But 
uh, Jesse actually pulled out a sheet of paper that I got to see where he was showing all of the different things that they tried because they will try about you know 15, 17 different things in every single game. Why? Is it because what they're doing isn't working? No, it's sold out. It's because he's always wanting to be pushing the envelope. He never wants to be duplicable, if you will. He never wants to be so stale that somebody can go around and just recreate what they're doing because he's already ahead of them because he's innovating in every single game and he's always working on the craft to make it a better experience. He knows that you have to do something different to be remarkable and that the different of today is the mundane of tomorrow. And this is where so many businesses make a mistake. If you have a successful business today, you're flatlining and you're not quite sure why you're not experiencing growth. I want you to go back to the principles that got you the growth in the first place. And my guess is that you were doing something unique and different. And you can't just keep doing the same thing and think that it is still remarkable. You have to learn how to stand out and create more unique experiences. It used to be that having a Facebook group was different. It was a remarkable aspect of having an online program. Well, not anymore. So what are we going to do? How are we going to up-level that? How are we going to continue to innovate? Because if we want different results, we have to take different actions. All right, y'all, I could literally talk about this experience all day. In fact, those who are friends of mine who have asked me about the game know that because I won't like stop talking about the experience. And I'm so grateful to Terry, the host of the thing for getting me into the game. But I just want to tell you this. Jesse is doing something that is so incredible. He isn't following a blueprint. He is looking around. He is taking inspiration for businesses outside of his industry. He's not looking to baseball to figure out how to create a better baseball experience, right? He's looking to Disney and Zappos and all these other companies and all of these other experiences and going, how can I apply that to what I'm doing? That's what I encourage you all to do all the time, especially when you're creating community. Stop looking about around at what everybody else is doing in the online community space and start thinking about those community principles that transcend online businesses and thinking about how you can apply them. What he has done is incredible and it takes great risk, but with great risk, often comes great reward, but you have to risk over and over and over and over again. And once you get comfortable, once you get to that place where you feel like I've got this, got the experience nailed, that's when you need to start risking again, because that's when it's getting stale. All right, let me go back to those three principles before I go on another soapbox for you, the three things that I learned from this experience. The first community contribution is required for long-term success. Ask yourself, how can I involve my community in helping shape my brand? How can I involve them in helping shape the experience, shape the product? Second, a great customer experience is all the marketing that you need. Start investing more time and energy in your customer experience than you are right now. Even 10% more. That's going to make a big difference. And then third, different results require different actions. If you're not feeling good about where you are in your business right now, stop looking around at what everybody else is doing. Start looking inside, start getting creative, start looking for inspiration in other industries and do different actions to get different results. 
All right, friends, I really do encourage you to go to my Instagram at Shanna Speaks, S-H-A-N-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. I would love to connect with you there. If you've been to a Savannah Bananas game, if you know of another business that's like the Savannah Bananas that I need to experience or talk about, I am always looking for those kinds of businesses. So please do send me a direct message. I want to hear from you and maybe I will have that business on an upcoming podcast episode. All right. Have an amazing week. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.